Well, hello, friends, and welcome to the Dimension of Our Midnight Cake. I am Soltis, and joining me as usual are Doug, Beaches, and Lumberdor. Doug and I were talking about this a little bit earlier, where I think that I have shifted my opinion of the story of WandaVision more than I have of any other series or media production in from, recent From bad memory. to good? Yeah, yeah, from, from bad to good, and then, like, it, it just kept shifting, where... Oh, okay. This is like like starting off kind of slow. Okay, this is this is interesting though. I want to see where it goes. I oh, super cool. It definitely had varied opinions about different parts, but I, I for one, I I don't know about you guys, but I I had a series run through, uh, whatever day I watched it, and I think as a whole, I I enjoyed it. Oh, I, I do too. Yeah. As a whole, I do too. I I think that it. I, I at no point I was I like I've already seen this. I, it, it, I was very interested to watch it all again. I get to what you're saying though with with to establish the story of why she's creating these environments. There's a lot of disconnect between certain uh, episodes. I think that just doesn't have a natural flow to them, even though they're connected. There's some shows that are like that though. That's true. Doug and I, we were talking about this a little bit earlier and discussing how Marvel took a risk on this show. It's it's different from from their normal formula of mm-hmm. of movies yeah, and and everything, and involved characters that were not the most popular. Yeah, and really did something pretty cool with them, and and yeah. gave them meaningful character arcs and development and interesting stories. Except which... for Monica Rambeau and. J- and Jimmy Woo and Darcy. <laughs> yeah. Well, like you, you basically have the two threads of the story. You know, what is going on inside the hex and what is going on outside. And in the beginning, you're wondering what is going on with Wanda and Vision. And there's a whole mystery aspect to it. And at least I, you know, I was really intrigued by that and trying to figure out, okay, there's something wrong with this universe. Yeah, they kept dropping enough to... Mm-hmm. It was self-aware about it, so it kept dropping enough to be like, okay, this, they're they're winking towards something else is going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like mm-hmm. like like, is this some kind of alternate reality? Is this totally you know, pocket dimension that that they've been sucked into? Well, you know, where did this come from? Who created it? What's I think for once um, we've come to rely on Marvel to twist our expectations so much that they pretty much delivered exactly what you should have expected. <laughs> i think that's interesting i think some people or i wonder if some people end up disappointed because of all like the speculation marvel definitely has a problem with people looking too far ahead um they end up disappointed with what they're watching because of you know oh it didn't hint at the x-men you know Right. Mm-hmm. Unlike with the DC stuff, they don't, they just don't like it because they're disappointed in what they're watching. Right. I don't get caught up in that stuff. <laughs> yeah, like, well, well like, you, you have to put thought into it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm outside that bubble of like speculation and stuff. Like I didn't see mm-hmm. any fan theories or what anyone was thinking or. Uh, see, I, I, I essentially really... live like a hermit. So I think <laughs> I enjoyed it maybe more than some people. Well, I, I I'm like, oh, this is going to be a story about her grief and about their relationship and how that the whole process of that is ultimately what it's about. You know, it's, it's about exploring this character, you know, and I even was kind of lukewarm on vision 
before the series and like in the last episode i was like vision is awesome it like even kind of turned my opinions on the characters some by the end which was kind of the kind first, of neat. when they're discussing the ship of theseus and all that it's great mm-hmm. I, I love i love that <laughs> the first time i saw age of ultron i thought vision was fantastic he was my favorite part of the movie and everything they've done with him since i i've i've been a little bit disappointed with like yeah like what's going on yeah i i'm like they've just wasted that character <laughs> but well, I, but this is kind of redeem that carlet witch mm-hmm. um where where it, it's kind of it almost seemed like like from the movies that they they didn't really need the scarlet witch she she wasn't very interesting or they didn't contribute much to the story but they but they spent more time on her than was necessary yes for, well she was in civil war and civil war she was of course the the catalyst the the final straw i should say mm-hmm. for the soviet accords that's that's true and then with with wandavision they give her you know a, a likable personality and I, I think that elizabeth olsen does a fantastic job mm-hmm. with her performance um oh, yeah, like they were the they, whole time yeah and you know paul bettany too of course like I think that the casting was really, really well done. I hope that he had as much fun with this as it looked like he had. Um, Yeah. Because he really deserved it. Yes. (laughs) Yes, he did. (laughs) After all the time he's put into the MCU with Jarvis and Vision, he he really deserved this. Oh, and and not to Mm -hmm. mention just, just sitting in the makeup chair for hours. You know, getting getting his vision makeup on, and prosthetics <laughs> and things like that. That yeah. that that had to have been you know, torturous and something. I'm losing Celtus. Oh, <laughs> am I back? Yes. 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 Okay. 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 The Nexus is a strange place. It is a very strange place. Some, I, was, I was reading this article about Paul Bettany and how. Someone um, complimented him once on his work in Iron Man, and he's like, "That wasn't in Iron Man. What are you talking about?" <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and then he remembered later that indeed he was the voice of Jarvis because it was basically just him moving around in a sound booth for thirty minutes, and like that was it. Mm-hmm. And now, because he did that, he has to subject himself to hours of makeup, and I think it's hilarious. Yeah, and he didn't think that you know, one would lead to the other. That's like people making fun of uh, Gwyneth Paltrow for not remembering the uh, Spider-Man movie. But she, that was like one day of work for her. Right. Show up on set for a few minutes or, you know, and you're done. It's arguable that may, maybe they just show up and they're like, oh, MCU gig number 14, you know? They don't know which movie mm-hmm. it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or or how it'll all tie in with the overarching, you know, story, or or what will be used, well, especially with tie. some of that where it was it was hidden from so many actors for so long. You know, I'm a, uh, I'm sure that would play into like, okay, I know what my part is. That's all I have to do. <laughs> what what was the ultimate point of the show of One Division? Is it is it for just me, to just to set up for Doctor Strange 2 and Captain Marvel 2? I think it for was... For me, it was really just Wanda discovering her powers. Because at this point, she has been so either controlled by somebody else or just not really knowing what she was capable of. It took her getting through all of that grief to really figure out what she could do yeah but that was basically what i was gonna say like to 
take her from that broken character we left her with to the Scarlet Witch. Mm-hmm. And, and then it did kick off. It did kick off a few threads. So off a few threads too with Rambo and all that stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Well, well, she was she was there basically to get powers and then you know, move on. I, I wonder if those threads are those threads going to be carried on in movies or are we going to get a WandaVision season two? Uh, you know, assuming that the final episode being the series, that the title being the series finale is to be believed. Then, what's, what's the then next that's, thing that's the doing? end of the series. Oh, the next is the Falcon thing, isn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah Falcon and that's, Bucky. Uh, so I have some other Winter series Soldier. planned. Well, that's what we'll watch next, fellas. This Friday, we get Falcon <laughs> and the Winter Soldier, and I think that's six episodes. Then it's pretty soon after, maybe two weeks later, the Black Widow movie premieres. Is it really? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, they're just staggering these things. Just boop, 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 and then not <laughs> just a month after that is Loki. Okay. Right. That's, that that's something one. that I'm interested in watching. He is awesome. That's why I'm interested in that. I'm really interested to see what they'll do with Loki now after seeing WandaVision, the complete series with that, because of how they treated her powers and how they treated her dealing with certain things. Because Loki has such a unique past and how he interprets any situation anyways so uh, well also we're gonna have to delete a certain amount of character development from our minds here because this is yeah uh post avengers one loki where he would have gone he would have gone to asgardian prison but now he's (laughs) going to what the time police is that what this is i I think so something along something something like that in endgame where they were going around trying to collect all the infinity stones and then loki gets the tesseract and then blips away that's the loki who is in the time police place and going around and fixing and you know stopping versions of himself and alter and other realities okay i don't know if that's correct but i think that's correct (laughs) that makes sense they're like we've captured you and as punishment you're going to help us stop other versions of yourself because you're just such a piece of crap (laughs) you're you're really the worst (laughs) what a way to face your awfulness so i thought that it was fun to theorize and to try and identify ways that the story in wandavision could have moved along or or different things that they were hinting at or or things that they could have developed stress me out all the the theorizing i I think that i can tell you what i will not do any of that for falcon and the winter soldier i'm just gonna watch it and say okay <laughs> wait we'll see you next week I'm, i expect that to be more of like a buddy cop i'm done anyway. theorizing I mean, because show. i mean one of my main thoughts was i don't know i was certain there was going to be a benedict cumberbatch cameo oh and wandavision yeah we got nothing i wonder if they held off on that just because of the timing of releasing everything that even if they've set dates so much of it is probably still up in the air because of real life things that are going on Oh, that that could be. How long ago was Black Widow actually supposed to come out? Like, like last May. Keep getting pushed. That's what I thought. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. I like this. I like that the MCU after Endgame. I mean, I know we got Spider Man, but I like that they got this unintentional pause. Mm-hmm. I do too. I, I felt like they needed to there's, do it. There's time to take a breath. And I understand mm-hmm. from the the money machine perspective why they weren't going to do it but yeah. I, I think it'll help them out in the long run well i mean i think too just from the events that happened in those movies i mean that was 
a, a worldwide catastrophe situation. Mm. And with that, you need time to really, for the characters to resettle and, and find a new way to go forward. And you can't really just do that all of a sudden real quick in another movie. At least in my opinion. I mean, no, Spider-Man I just right. went on vacation. Yeah. <laughs> He's a kid, though. He you know. He's like, field trip. Okay, okay. cool. Yeah. Um, what did you think of the of how the various characters were in, were used depends like, on uh, the character aside, aside, uh that, that's true um so so focus on wand and vision like they i think that their characters were were very well used um mm-hmm. the director i was disappointed that he turned out to be just a jerk not anything more than a jerk or at least you know that's how the series wanted to wanted him to be portrayed yeah Look at what he what he was trying to do. He definitely yeah, I, I didn't don't think, think he was a jerk. I don't think he was wrong. As as, as much as the series, you know, wanted to like he, this is the bad guy. He had He's an idea about vision and what should be done with him. And he certainly didn't mm-hmm. have the emotional attachment that pretty much only Wanda had. <laughs> right. Yeah. Mm. Um, and I thought it was I, I it was it interesting was. that when you see what really happened, even though he eventually goes on to lie about that to his advantage, he does kind of, you know, he lets her in. He lets her, you know, he doesn't just turn her away. Mm-hmm. And he knows she could have. Not that he'd be able to really, but. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I was thinking that like <laughs> <laughs> he knows, he knows she could have just grabbed him and flown away. Or I think that that moment was him seeing if maybe she could do something that he, he wasn't able to at that point. That's possible. Like he couldn't figure out at that point how to get vision connected or back up or whatever. And maybe he was like, well, maybe she can do my work for me kind of situation. And you know, looking back in retrospect, I, I think that you're right about that. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, let's see how this plays out. Could be a win-win. <laughs> um, woo. The world needs more woo. And I, I didn't realize how much I wanted him to master that little card trick thing. If he had done nothing else in the show. Yeah. Until, until he walked up and, you know, here's my card. <laughs> I was yeah. like, yes. <laughs> So I, was, awesome. I was more excited for that than that. I that was fantastic. Been. I also loved uh, the moment where they, the director, has, you know, is done with them. He's like, take them away, and he not just not just uh, Monica, but he and Monica fight the guards. I like mm-hmm. that they didn't just treat him like you know how they did with Phil Coulson, and he was kind of just yeah, he was just a guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I like that Jimmy had some moves. <laughs> I could have used less Darcy or none at all. I think she's cringy and annoying. I've I've never liked her character, and I think that including her in this story was a mistake. I loved her in the Thor movies. Uh, she's part of why I, when when Ragnarok came around, and they're like, "Oh, see, Thor can be funny." I'm like, Thor, the, the movies were funny. I, I, I yeah, I don't, she was completely. I don't, I, I don't know why she was here. I, I don't mean that as a slight against the actress. I think that the actress does a very good job of portraying this character i just don't like the character now if you've seen some of the other stuff she does i forget her her name but um it's it's pretty that's, that's pretty much just her shtick right yeah. oh she's mm-hmm. that's she's typecast as as that kind of character yeah mm-hmm. yeah oh well, that I sucks so. then she should have tried harder <laughs> <laughs> i, I, I like her character though i read an article where they That's were like good for darcy they pulled her out of the thor movies and got her away from being the 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 spunky funny girl 
and they didn't. They did the exact same oh. thing with her. Mm-hmm. No, that's yeah, that's what she is. <laughs> Monica Rambo. I I I wanted to see more of her and more. Yeah, of her I honestly I thought agree. she was gonna fight the uh, spectral vision. Yeah, that would have been cool to watch. I think. And I, I didn't know much about that character going in, so I didn't. I didn't expect her storyline to grow like it did. And every bit I saw more of it, you know, throughout, I just, I loved it. I, I, loved I thought we were going to find well. that uh, Spectral Vision was going to overpower Wanda's vision and that she was going to have to what I thought too. Yeah, take him down. I thought that exact same thing. In wanting to see more of the character, I thought that there was a missed opportunity for Wanda and and Monica to, to bond. Because her whole motivation for getting back into the hex was to be able to communicate with Wanda and and understand what's going on and help her out and help her through you know, this grieving process that she's going through and get Wanda to shut the whole thing down herself. And all we got at the end was, you know, they'll never know what you sacrificed to, you know, what you gave up or what you sacrificed to, you know, for that. Yeah. Instead of when, that when she enslaved, them, you just you know? get, you just get a nod basically mm-hmm. like, can we just? I, get I, I don't want to interrupt you, but can we remember to come back and discuss that moment? Like that—that that was an incredibly awkward you know, thing where he's she's well, I mean, walking if through we're the done town. Discussing the characters, and there really weren't any other principal characters. Well, I mean, um, Agatha. Agnes. Agatha. Oh Agnes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We forgot probably the most important character when, you know? when her she kept talking about her husband Ralph, and that was. So. <laughs> yeah it turned that out that funny. it was just some guy's house that she took over and you know yeah. evan, evan yeah. peter's going huh, boner <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. i i think that that her character was was mishandled i i don't know what her motivation was other than you know i want the power for myself yeah that's that was that's the motivation i did love the I did love yeah, the like, scenes of, with her in the past, though. I did. I could see more of that. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, that was my favorite story. scene. The when they introduced her as a witch in the past. Yeah, that was my favorite mm-hmm. scene in the the show. I, I would love to see. More I also, of that. I don't know who I, I I said this to someone, but I uh, I don't know if it was one of you guys um, about that. I, I felt like that was Disney trying to cram uh, Hocus Pocus into the MCU. <laughs> <laughs> There is a definite hocus pocus. Yes, a hundred percent. Yeah, That's they could have easily snuck them in there, like, though. This reminds me of something. I totally want to say. <laughs> <laughs> Turn all those witches into beef jerky and just whack them all in there. <laughs> <laughs> she has beef jerky powers. I will freeze dry you. I was disappointed in her ultimate character. And, and you just the, wanted more of her motivation. Was that your both the villains, the the director and Agatha? They seemed they, they seemed very interesting and promising at first, and then kind of devolved into generic Marvel villains. <laughs> yeah, I would say I I liked Agatha. I did not enjoy the sort of the jokey winky uh, reveal. And and then in the end. You know, the, the script wants you to believe that Wanda is a hero for giving up her her fantasy life, but she stole and controlled thousands of innocent <laughs> lives because she's sad. I think and I have a problem with that. She's a, a hero and a villain as much as the Hulk is. Uh, she, she's kind of a tragic figure that does not have 100% control of the circumstance. That's true. 
That's it's still an interesting comparison and an incredibly dark. It is dark, with, yeah. With um, but I I don't I don't believe all those townspeople just standing around watching her leave. That was maybe that they was, were afraid enough of her to, watch. to just scene, leave her alone. Yeah, the whole them crying out in help that was good. Oh yes, yes, the Dottie character mm-hmm. begging for mm-hmm. a part for her daughter just so she could see her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that was that. That was good. And I, I don't know what kind of therapy these people are going to need to. And that's from a character. If you remember some of the speculation, well, here's uh, that's where the Kelsey Grammer show comes in. You know? <laughs> yeah. Oh, Fraser is canceling yeah. all the uh, the you people from it out. from uh, the, the Wanda universe. <laughs> what if Fraser opened with Jimmy Woo? I'd watch that. <laughs> I would. I watch would totally that watch. Show. I want the X Files style show with Jimmy Woo that we keep fantasizing about so do we all agree that if he teamed up with monica rambo also do we all agree that do we all agree that ralph boner was definitely jimmy woo's contact uh again unclear (laughs) and i'm i'm kidding like that was that that was a thread that didn't lead anywhere the you know monica rambo teasing that that this astrophysicist you know contact that she had working with this particular company turned out to be nothing and go nowhere and that really sweet vehicle that they brought Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. nothing happened with it it was ineffective and yeah some of those things were a little weird that's a lot of time you could have spent on something that mattered Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah but okay um having seen wandavision which avengers suffered the most wanda or Thor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it seems like maybe Wanda suffered the most in my mind, but she also inflicted a lot of suffering. Yeah. Also, so it's an interesting. I wonder how much Doctor's uh, Doctor Strange was really suffering because he. I mean, everybody else is dealing with the reality of the snap and all this stuff, but he's you know the only one that's seen out how all these scenarios played out, you know, and knowing what had to happen to you mm. uh, I'm, seeing um, all the po- all the failed possibilities is a kind of trauma perhaps yeah. so yeah. half and then half of the universe wiped out of existence what, and he had such a hard times. time dealing with his yeah such a hard time dealing with his own personal issues as he learned about his own powers you know or learned developed his powers so i'd, I'd be interested to see like what his emotional state is at going into his next movie. Aside from just having all these cool. I'm going to go with Korg because yeah, being made Korg. of rocks has got to be pretty itchy. Oh. Piss off ghost. Well, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> well, and in, in end game, they, you know, he's, he's growing moss on him. Yeah. Uh, you know, just so from being so sedentary and <laughs> just, gosh, has <laughs> growing on him. Yeah, Taika Waititi, very good in that part. <laughs> that that whole yeah, that whole movie just makes me happy. Wandavision, I think, was good for really its simplicity. I thought that it was cool that we actually got to see the Scarlet Witch in her comic accurate costume and being able to to demonstrate how powerful she is. In the comics, she is incredibly powerful. And, oh, she's and like in, in the movies, she was kind of nerfed throughout the, the whole thing and, and what she was able to do. 
But like they said, more powerful than the Sorcerer Supreme. I don't know the history of those characters enough. Do they, like, do Wanda and um, Doctor Strange ever battle it out in the comics? Like, like fight each other? Yeah. Probably. I think that everybody has fought everybody else. Yeah, they're not really two characters I, I, I would have put together in my mind, but yeah, why not? Because, I mean, that to me, that would be, even if it's not necessarily good versus bad, but trying to control each other from the magic standpoint of who's the most powerful, that between those two, that seems interesting mm-hmm. to me. Both gaining their power through, you know, or, or at least linked to Infinity Stones. Well, I think that's a good place to fantastic. (laughs) Thank you for joining us in the dimension of our midnight cake. We hope you'll visit us again. From myself, Lumberdor, Beaches, and Doug. Thank you, and good night.